This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. I'm starting to get very disappointed in a lot of you. I don't think you're taking this whole climate change thing seriously enough. I mean, they do all of these polls, and no matter how many times the question is asked, hardly anybody says climate change is high on their list of problems. Why is that? People on the left say it's because we're stupid. They say it proves that liberals must take the lead and do the right thing because the average person just doesn't understand science. And the left says that science tells them that if we don't listen to them, we're all going to die. Why aren't we taking them seriously? Is it because average people can look at the facts and see that not one of the dire predictions made by the left have ever come true in the 40 years or so that they've been trying to scare us about climate change? And these are the same science experts who aren't following the science on the COVID-19 pandemic. The science tells them one thing, and they completely ignore it and shut down schools and outdoor eating at restaurants. Because of what? It isn't the so-called science, that's for sure. And that's what really scares me about the radical left. They talk about science, but they don't pay much attention to it. I'm looking out the window right now, and I see with my own eyes that we're having a big snowstorm today in Massachusetts, a good old nor'easter. The winds are gusting up to 45 miles an hour, and it's very cold. And by the time it ends late this afternoon, we're supposed to wind up with about 12 to 15 inches of snow. I don't need to know anything about science here. I can see it, up close and personal. Ordinarily, this would be no big deal for New England. We get snow all the time. I love using the snowblower, and shoveling snow really doesn't bother me much. I know, for those of you who love warm weather, you think I'm crazy. But this snow that's falling is a scientific impossibility, and that does bother me, at least according to those 97% of climate scientists. It can't be happening. It's an illusion, or maybe even a delusion. But snow in Massachusetts? No way. I've learned to appreciate snow, especially after all the predictions from those brilliant scientists that snow would be a thing of the past. This was back in the 80s. There were articles in all the newspapers, and it was a big story on radio and television, too. Because of global warming, snowstorms are a thing of the past. That's what the experts said. I remember one story that predicted that there would be no more snowstorms forever. No sledding, no more making snowmen and snowwomen, no more snow forts, and no more snowball fights. They're all things of the past, so say goodbye to them once and for all. And 97% of climate scientists said this was an undeniable fact. There was a consensus that snow was gone forever. This all came about because we didn't have a lot of snowstorms for a few years. We used to call that a normal weather event. But these climate scientists took that to mean that they were right. 
that the earth was heating up dramatically, and the evidence was clear. No more snow. It was proof positive that it was going to be so hot in the winter that snow would now be impossible. Kiss it goodbye. Stick your tongue out and catch that last snowflake and enjoy it because snow is over. A year later, we set a record for snowfall for the year. It was also the year we stopped shoveling our very long driveway and bought a snowblower, a Troy built, a great snowblower that I still use. As we were shoveling the driveway one day, my dad looked at me and said, This is the last time I'm ever going to do this. We're getting a snowblower. And we celebrated. After all that snow that winter, those brilliant climate scientists stopped saying global warming, and they started saying climate change. So I'm happy when we get a snowstorm because I thought we'd never see one again, and I'd miss it. But that's all changed because now they don't predict no more snowstorms, they predict more of them. When we have a big storm like the one we're having today, they all start whimpering and telling us that it's snowing because of climate change and things are going to get a lot worse. A few years ago, they said because of global warming, it would never snow again. But all of a sudden, it isn't global warming anymore. It's climate change. And they say that if we don't do something about it, we'll have more and more big snowstorms. And we'll have one that's going to be so big that it will kill all of us because the snow will be so deep and it'll be so cold that we'll never be able to dig out of it, even if we have great snowblowers like mine. And it must be true, because the bird-brained bartender, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she says it's true. And if we don't do something within 10 years, it'll be too late, and we'll all die a horrible death. And the only thing that will save us is the Green New Deal. Oh yeah, and socialism. Socialism and the Green New Deal. And it isn't just snowstorms, either. In 2012, we had Hurricane Sandy. They called it a superstorm. And all of the scientists and the newspapers and the TV shows, they said this was probably the end of the world. And Bill Nye, the science guy, and even Al Roker, the weatherman, they said that we were definitely going to have more big storms like Sandy. And they would get bigger and the wind would blow so hard that we might all be blown into outer space and would start orbiting the Earth like a weather satellite. But then, we didn't have any hurricanes for many years, and they had to stop saying that. And every year, they keep saying that we're going to have more terrible hurricanes, and then we don't. But we should still believe them about climate change, and we should do whatever the bird-brained bartender says we should do. And then... Remember there were all these tornadoes in the Midwest for a while, and 97% of the scientists said this was it? Tornadoes would become so common that we could expect them almost every day, all because of climate change. And if there were any people still on Earth who weren't blown into outer space by the super hurricanes, then they would definitely be swept up in the mammoth tornadoes and sent into orbit. And everyone orbiting the Earth would be very sorry that they didn't listen to AOC and that little Swedish kid, Greta Thunberg. And then we didn't have any tornadoes for years, and now they're trying to find something else that 97% of the scientists can agree on. Will they take up the urgent question of 
Coke or Pepsi? Or Miller Lite or Bud Light? Maybe they could handle that. A few years ago, they were saying that there would be no more polar bears because of climate change. Remember that? And they're saying it again. There would be no ice for them to ride on because it was all melting, and they would have to swim everywhere, and they would get tired of swimming and just die. But now, there are more polar bears than ever. Is climate change making them want to have more sex and more babies? They're everywhere. They're invading Arctic villages, and they're raiding dumpsters, and they're trying to eat people, too. But these scientists are still saying that they're all dying. I'd like to feed a couple of these scientists some hungry polar bears and see if they still think that they're disappearing. And then, because of the ice melting and the polar bears swimming, sea levels are rising, and pretty soon all of the continents are going to be underwater. That's what they're saying now. A few years ago, they were saying that the Maldives, these are a bunch of tiny coral islands in the Indian Ocean, they were all going to be underwater by the year 2000, at the very latest. There was no way that they could last until beyond 2000 because the sea levels were rising so fast. They were disappearing so fast that the only thing left to do was to evacuate everyone and relocate them somewhere, maybe Arizona. But then, I noticed that the Maldives are still there, and they're advertising for tourists, too, although I can't figure out why they're still above water. They're supposed to be completely underwater, and if you want to see them, you need scuba gear. But there they are, still above water. And 97% of the scientists say, this must be an optical illusion, because all 1,200 of those tiny little islands are obviously gone because of rising sea levels. For thousands of years, sea levels have been rising, very slowly, about an inch each year. That's a fact. But these scientists, all 97% of them, are saying that all of a sudden, sea levels are going to rise about three feet a year. Three feet! They don't say how we'll go from an inch a year to three feet a year overnight, but it's going to happen. And they don't know when but they're convinced that barriers costing billions of dollars must be built right now to hold back the water. Of course, they've been saying this for over 40 years, and so far they've been wrong. But soon, they'll be right. You can count on that. So you better start building those seawalls. Take it to the bank. If something isn't done right now, the earth as we know it will cease to exist. Oh, and I shouldn't forget about wildfires either. Every year, it seems, California, which isn't below sea level, but most of it is built on a desert, which means it's pretty hot and there isn't much water, every year they have a lot of forest fires. You see it on the news a lot. Houses are burning up and cars too, and the animals are all running everywhere. Just what you'd expect when you build a house in a place where it's very hot and there isn't much water and there are lots of trees. And then there's this thing called forest management that California completely abandoned many years ago. The environmentalists, they didn't like forest management because they said it was mean to the trees, so they stopped it. Forest management is when you build access roads into forests so fire trucks can get there, and you clear out all of the dead trees and things that can feed a fire, and you make things called fire breaks so fires can't spread so fast. But environmental experts that's the radical left, 
they stopped all of that from happening. That means that for many years, all of these dead trees and branches and other things have been piling up and getting very dry. And then, when someone starts a fire, and someone is always starting a fire in California, it's like the forest is exploding. And then they have high winds, and then everything burns down, and they say it's because of climate change. Of course it is. Then, today, I was reading an article that really scared me. It said that Joe Biden plans to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord in January. He says he wants to see America have net-zero carbon emissions by 2050, and that will save the world, except it won't. Experts say, it says in this article, that experts say that the temperature has risen over 2 degrees since before the Industrial Revolution, and if it gets to 3 degrees by the end of the century, it'll be catastrophic. Of course, the number they're calculating can't really be accurate. In fact, it can't possibly be accurate. And on top of that, the number is being measured from the time of what's called the Little Ice Age. Wouldn't you agree that things should warm up from when you were in the middle of an ice age? And by the way, we are in an ice age right now, right near the end of one. So it should be getting warmer. And it was getting warmer long before anyone was looking at carbon emissions. And China and India and Pakistan, they aren't planning on doing anything about climate change right away. And if they don't, the planet will never start cooling. And as I've said before, if that's true, why aren't we declaring war on those countries? How can we let them get away with killing an entire planet? It doesn't make any sense at all to me why we aren't telling them to get busy helping out or we'll blow them off the face of the earth. Something else bothers me, too. These scientists, who all agree that the world is going to end if we don't do something right now, they can't seem to get on the same page as to just how hot it will actually be in a 100 years. If you look up 50 scientists, they'll all give you 50 different numbers. A few years ago, some scientists from Australia predicted that 300 years from now, the Earth will be too hot for humans to survive. A professor, Tony McMichael, from the Australian National University, made that prediction. A lot of Australian scientists don't think the Earth has much of a future. And all of these scientists use computer models to predict the future. But 99.9% .9 of these models have been completely wrong about how hot it's getting. How can they be all wrong and still claim they know what they're talking about. In my world, you aren't allowed to do that. Not when I see all of that snow falling outside my window. You said it would never snow again. But I'm pretty sure that what I'm seeing is real snow. I like the work of scientists who aren't convinced about all the theories about climate change. Scientists who believe that science is never settled. I like Siegfried Fred Singer, Read some of his works if you want to learn another side about climate change. And is it okay to question the so-called science when you can see for yourself that every single one of their predictions have been wrong? Is that too much to ask? Being wrong about everything is a real consensus, isn't it? Is it possible that people don't take it seriously because they're always wrong? This entire movement seems to me to be all about wealth distribution. 
and redistribution, and about global power, too. It seems to be that the globalists are making another attempt at dominating the world before the EU collapses completely and the world sees how dumb and dangerous globalism really is. I can't imagine a world where the terrible decisions of a few bad leaders affect the entire world, and bad and dangerous decisions are what liberal governments make every day. It scares the hell out of me. And to prove my point, these are some of the American leaders who recently participated in a worldwide meeting to solve the problems of climate change. Apple CEO Tim Cook, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, and Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer? You heard that right. And why wasn't the bird-brained bartender on that call? These are the people Joe Biden trusts. Case closed. If you know anything about these people, anything at all, you'd never put your life into their hands. They are the best argument about big government control and globalism, too. You know, one of the best Christmas presents you can have is your freedom. Freedom from governments and the people who want to take it away. For your own good, of course, they say. Merry Christmas to you and your families and your friends. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your freedom and celebrate them together.